Welcome to Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. If this is your first time clicking a podcast episode, it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. Because here, we talk about the weight, but not just the weight that shows up on the scale. We deal with all of the weight, the emotional and the mental weight as well. So pull up a chair, grab your ink pen, wherever you are. Maybe you're listening in your car. I hope that something that is said on this episode today will be a blessing to you. Welcome back. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for clicking this button and committing to listening to something new, trying something new. I hope that you find value here and that you decide to click again. I don't take it lightly that something has brought you here. And I'm so glad to have you. If you have not listened to last week's episode, I do recommend that you check that out because a lot of us have been punked out of our purpose. I didn't realize that, but I'm glad I followed the Holy Spirit and recorded that one because you guys let me know that that was just the boost that you needed to keep going. I'm so very proud of all of you who have been reaching out to me, telling me how you've been growing in your faith, how you are committing to new business opportunities, how you are committing to your YouTube channels, writing your books, just becoming a better woman overall, a better wife, mother, person, friend, growing, whatever it is that you're doing, wherever you are on the journey, I want you to know that it is enough and that every decision counts. Every action counts. Never stop. It's all counting for something. And if you feel unmotivated, just go back to your why. Just retrace your steps and just keep moving forward. So that is my word for you. On today, I am inspired by one of the comments that was made as I close out one of my sessions with my clients on last week. And I wanted to bring it to the forefront just to discuss it because she actually made me realize something that had happened in my own life so many times that really kept me bound and hindered and kept me in places and seasons that I didn't need to be in as long as I was there. And one of the things that she said to me was, I have been wanting to ask you how you travel because I want to travel. That's something that I want to do in life. But I felt so silly for even wanting to ask that question. And thank you so much for your vulnerability and your transparency. We could have very well got off the phone for that session. And we never would have had that additional conversation that was so very needed. And I hope that it definitely inspired and motivated my client. But She motivated me to talk about this, talk about that last part. You know, I wanted to ask, but I felt so silly for asking. And I got off the phone and that just kept sitting with me. And one of the things that I shared with her is I'm so excited that you asked because people who have information or know something, even if it's just a little bit more than what you know concerning a particular situation, those people get really excited when there is a question, when there is curiosity, when there is someone who has a ready heart that is ready to tap into the next level. Now, I'm not just talking about a person who likes to ask questions for the sake of asking questions, because as I've been doing this work, I have encountered a lot of those people as well, like the type of people who just want to ask questions so that they can go look something up and come back and discuss it and just want to ask questions just to ask questions. I'm really talking about people who 
want to do something different, want to elevate to another level, and they want to ask questions so that they can learn the information and apply the information to their lives. So here's the thing that I realized after processing our session for quite a bit after we ended our call. I started thinking about all of the things that awaited me on the other side of asking a question. And if you can think back to when you were in school, you probably can pinpoint a moment where you heard at least one of your teachers say to you, there is no such thing as a dumb question. There is no such thing as a dumb question. One of the most beautiful things about me going through my transition, becoming more confident and self-aware is that I have been able to tap back into some of those most basic lessons that we've learned. Some of those things that have gone into our ear gates, but we have totally buried them. We don't hear them anymore. We don't take heed to it because it all sounds way too simple, right? But the reality is this, there is no such thing as a dumb question. The dumb question is the question that you don't ask, the thing that you leave unanswered. And in the age of digital, in the digital age, social media, with us having so much direct access to people and also information, I think that the enemy is working even more to make us feel silly because it almost feels like at every turn, every person knows something more than we do. And that is true because most times people are putting forth what they know. My whole social media presence is based upon what it is that I know, faith, fitness, and self-discovery. So whatever it is I can teach you, I'll teach you. And I think it's so immature of us sometimes to see someone or something uh, that we like, that we desire, that we want to know how to get to that level. And we just don't ask. We just don't ask. And that's not something that started in adulthood. That's something that started when we were very, very young. That started when we were reading in the book and the teacher said a word that we didn't understand. But instead of being embarrassed, we just skated over that word. We acted like the other 22 kids in our class. And I want you guys to really understand how deep this is. Because what if you would have been the one student that says, you know what, can you explain to me what exacerbates me? Because I guarantee you that the other 22 people in the classroom probably didn't know either. And this is the difference between someone who actually elevates and becomes successful and someone who remains stagnant and someone who remains complacent and in the same position. Because the truth of the matter is you are in a vacuum basically with the people that you know, the places that you go, the job that you work, because most of us relate to people in the same way. We have the same type of conversations every day. We only talk to the same two or three people on our job who are talking about the same things each and every day. And we never tap into other resources. We never figure out what's going on in someone else's life. We never ask, what did you do for the weekend? And we are more inclined to talk to the people who are doing things that we want to do someday. Like maybe they went to the lake or maybe they did something different. But when we keep talking to the same two people at work that every weekend, all they've done is spend time with the kids and clean up their house, that's gonna be the type of life that we live. And so I'm so grateful that she actually asked me that question because I started to think about in my own life, all of the blessings that lay, lie on the other side of humility. One of them, my husband, hmm. 
Many people don't know, I asked him for his number. We had an amazing night. The man comes and asks me to dance out of the blue with my friends. And then we end up dancing together individually for the rest of the night. It was the most romantic experience I've ever had. Butterflies, the whole notch. No, he was feeling me too. And then at the end of the night, he hit me with the reverse psychology gentleman approach, which was just simply, you're a beautiful woman. I had a great time. Make sure that you get home safely and tell your girls I said good night. And I literally was like, you aren't going to ask me for my number. That was a question. That was a question that came from a place of humility because it actually came out before I could even think about it. And so that's how I know it was Holy Spirit because Precious has so much pride to even consider that, to ask him why he didn't or if he was going to. And so I knew that that was a time of humility. And so many things have come as a result of me just asking that simple question. One of the things was I got more clarity as to why he didn't, which I respected the reason even more that he didn't. And I won't get into that. My point is just that our greatest blessings lie on the other side of us asking questions. And so what questions are you not asking? What people do God have around you that are in some areas of their lives living the way that you would like to live there further with the knowledge that they have in some areas of their lives, but you don't want to seem silly. You don't want to be the person to ask, hey, how did you get there? How did you get that? What microphone are you using? See, I ask so many questions. I ask so many questions and what I find is that people are very, very friendly. They're very forthcoming with the information. They want to tell you. They want to share it. They want you to win. The whole crabs in the barrel mindset motto that has been shared with us, that is a lie. There is a twinge of that. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist, but what exists even more is you actually asking the question and getting the answer. There are so many of us that are just stuck. We are literally stuck in positions. We're stuck in places. We're stuck in our marriages. We're stuck in our friendships. We're stuck in our routines. We're stuck in our fitness identity. We're stuck in our dietary choices. We're just stuck, 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 stuck. And it's because we won't ask a question. Because the same way we felt as a fifth grader who didn't want to raise their hand and and be embarrassed in front of everybody is that same level of anxiety we feel when it's just a simple DM, when it's just a simple inbox, or when it's just a matter of, hey, do you have some time that you can set aside with me because I like what you're doing and I want to know how I can do this better. We miss 100% of the shots that we don't take. That is one of the quotes that I love so much because every time fear, anxiety, or my pride wants to keep in to keep me from asking something that I know will get me to the next level. I think about that quote, that we miss 100% of the shots that we do not take. And so I want to reframe that. We stay where we are because we don't ask questions. 100% of the time, you will stay where you are because you don't ask questions. Even if you're not asking yourself questions, a lot of us need to start there. Start asking yourself questions. Well, why can't I travel? Or why do I do this? Or why am I continually spending my money in these same places? 
Why do I live like this? Why did I think I needed a guest room? Why do I need a house? Why did I get this car? Why am I back here buying more clothes and more shoes? Where am I going? When we start asking ourselves the question, we start getting more confidence to ask other people the questions because we can get a real true assessment of how much it is that we do know and what we don't know. And then we can narrow down, where do I need to grow? Like where literally, like where am I going to be intentional about growing this year? See, I don't have to grow everything. And that's another thing that social media does that I think is really tricky is, oh no, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be healthy. I want to own a business. I want to be married. I want to listen. All of this stuff is a process. And this is an accumulation of things that happen over a lifetime, but they don't happen by fate. They happen through intentionality. They happen by asking questions. And sometimes the answer that you get on the other side of that question is just like a wow moment. So as she asked me about traveling, I just first started to tell her some very, very simple things, which one, I never thought that I would be a person who would be able to travel. Never thought I would be a person who could afford traveling and all of the things. But I realized this wasn't even my language. This was the language of people who were around me. This was the language of people who had never been on a plane before. This was the language of people who didn't have a passport. This was the language of people who had jobs where they were working 60 hours per week and they had no plan or or nothing to ever come off of this type of schedule or this type of lifestyle. And I had to take a moment to really dissect that and to say, this isn't my life. But because I have adopted the language, I'm making it my life. And so when I started separating the language and I started looking at what other people actually had and what I had, and I started really getting serious about how I wanted to live my life, it helped me tremendously. And so the first thing that I really had to do is figure out why. Why was I doing a lot of the things that I was doing? Why was I adopting a lot of the mindsets that I had adopted and why did I believe the things that I believed? And this is the longest part of the process because this is where you get the self-awareness. This is where that journey starts and your answers, the answers that you give yourself, your growth is literally on the other side. And I think the most sickening part about it is that when we start playing the why game with ourselves, we realize very quickly that we don't have logical answers for most of the things that we're doing. And I think the most unsettling part about it is that we get to a place where we realize that in most instances, we aren't even living our own lives. Like we aren't even living our own truth. We aren't even working towards the things that we desire in our heart. You know, our word says that God gives us the desires of our heart. But I think that there's a dissonance between the desires of our heart and us actually working out the desires of our heart. And I know that that dissonance is there because it looks difficult. It looks messy when you have something in your heart and you're working out the details externally because everybody can see that. Like everybody can see the things that you're doing externally so that you you can work out the details for the desires of your heart. I know I've really just blessed somebody with that. And one of the things that I had to do, and I noticed very quickly, is I had to start protecting the things that I were I was working on. I had to start encouraging myself. Once I realized that I were doing I was doing a lot of things out of habit, 
I really work to start breaking those habits, to start uh, getting myself in environments and places where maybe I can just hear the conversation. If you're not at a place where you feel comfortable asking certain questions, I start putting myself in environments where people were asking the questions for me, started attending seminars, looking up YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, listening to Q&As, like anything that I wanted to know, I started putting myself in the room of people who had that information. The digital world makes it so easy for us to do this. And so while we may be shy or embarrassed to ask our someone we went to college with, how did they do something? Can we find an environment? Can we find a group that's nurturing that'll help us in somewhere that we feel comfortable that we can ask these types of questions? A lot of times my clients are able to do this in coaching. They come to coaching with questions that they know I can't ask anybody this. Like I really can't even talk to anybody about this because oftentimes when we have the desires of our hearts and we start working that thing out externally, relationships get funny. Uh, things around us start to shift and start to change because people can see externally like you're doing something differently, whether that be you're not spending your money in places that you used to spend your money. You're not eating things that you used to eat. You're not going places that you used to go. You're not talking the way that you used to talk because the first thing about traveling or whatever your question is or wherever you want to be is that you really literally have to believe that you can do it and you can do it because all it takes is money and all of us have that. All of us have that. Some of us have a little bit more than others, but there is a formula to get more money. A lot of us don't use it. The formula is not spending more. The formula is actually investing. Okay. The formula is actually saving up for some of the things that we want to do. And so one of the first things that I had to do with, with the traveling in particular, if this is you, I had to decide that I love to travel. And because I love to travel, my energy, my effort, and my money goes and flows in a direction that ensures that I can do the things that I love. And so once I've ensured that I can do the things that I love, I had to be fair with myself to give up the things that I didn't love so much. And I think a lot of us struggle because we don't want to come out of the lifestyle that we become accustomed to living to really go after the lifestyle that we say we desire and we say that we won't because want because it's a little uncomfortable and there is a time period between what you desire manifesting and where you are. And so the advice that I would give is to just get really serious about what your life needs to look like in order for you to live a life that feels good to you. Some of us are living in these big immaculate homes with all of this furniture, three and four cars outside, all this space, several guest rooms, ain't nobody coming to visit. And we're paying a lick to live like this when we would be much happier being able to travel as we please, staying in nice places, seeing different scenery, taking pictures, taking a load off, chilling by the water, right? But we can't switch because all of our money is going into maintaining a lifestyle that we got to by our automated choices or our indecisiveness or what we thought we wanted. And if you want to do something different, just do it. But you have to start asking the questions of people who are doing the things that you say you want to do. One of the first things that I tell women when they say, oh my God, your life is this, your life is that, you get to travel, how, how, how? Well, sis, I'm looking at your hair 
and I'm looking at your nails and I'm looking at your eating habits and how you post that you're at Ruth Chris every other day. I'm looking at your red bottoms. I'm looking at your Birkin bag. I am looking, sis. I'm looking. And between all of those things, I don't purchase any of those things. So if you do want to travel, if that is your heart's desire, then you have to look at your life and figure out what am I going to be willing to give up, do less of, or to adopt, adapt so that I can have the life that I truly desire. And see, that is the part. That's the part the girls don't want to be hearing. See, the girls don't want to hear what is the sacrifice? Well, one of the sacrifices is my kids aren't walking around with $300 tennis shoes on. They're just not. Yep, sis, go right to Walmart and get some $20 pair of and ones because all the boys are doing is going outside and playing basketball and football. I go right to Walmart and get all the short sets or whatever because I know where my money needs to flow for my family. I know what makes us happy. We have already agreed upon that. And so because of that, I'm not investing my energy, I'm not investing my time, and I'm not investing my money into things that don't feed the grand scheme of what it is that I desire. A lot of us will say we desire one thing, but we'll keep digging ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into debt in a whole different direction. And I'm not understanding how we expect the two to come together. And so through humility, we get insight into what someone else is doing, how someone else is doing it. Because before asking the question, we can really think that we are so far away from the most simple thing that could just be a total mindset shift. A lot of times I talk to people about fitness. They finally ask me a question and I tell them, I don't go to the gym. I don't do this. I don't do... And they're so shocked because they already have in their mind all of the things that it takes to lose weight, that it takes to become healthy. Even when I talk to people about my dieting and how I've changed, they're shocked because they're literally trying to go from eating everything to eating plants. And I'm telling them that, no, it was been a very flexible process for me. And it still is like, I'm still figuring it out. It's a, it's a journey that you go on. But until they ask that question, they're on the other side of it, just thinking that it takes way more than it actually does to do some things that you just see people posting about people on vacations. And here you are at home thinking, oh my God, I'll never be able to travel. And this whole person is on a vacation free somewhere because they're just deciding to try out a resort and they're going to go to some presentation for two hours and tell them, no, they're not going to buy a timeshare. And here they are posting all the pictures for the gram. And you're sitting here comparing your life thinking, how is it that people my same age are out of the country doing all these things and I can't even get away from a weekend from my job? Like, I can't afford it. And it's because you're not asking the questions. And it's because you're not in the rooms of the people who just know how to do this. And they know how to do it without spending their money. It's because you're comparing how you're going to make the money and live the lifestyle to people who invest and are spending their dividends and are spending passive income. Like these are two totally different levels. And so until you get into the rooms of people who can help you to get to this level, who can help you to find out ways to 
get there sooner or to do things that they even themselves could not do. Like there are some things that I can teach you guys how to do way more efficiently because I didn't have a guide or we tried it one way. And after trying it that way, we learned that there was a different way. And guess what? When somebody asks me the question, I'm going to give you the most efficient way. And so what happens is that when you ask questions, you actually put yourself in position to advance quicker, to grow sooner, you know, to really get to your heart's desires. And so if this is you, where there have been things that you wanted to ask, there are people who are around you that you admire for whatever reason, and your life would be so much easier if you just asked them this one question. It could be something simple. What microphone do you use? Or what is it that you're eating for breakfast? Or tell me more about the investments. I don't know much about investments, but can you please point me in the right direction? And the other thing is this too, Please learn how to ask questions. Ask the question that you want to know. Do not backhand someone into the conversation. Do not be around the bush with what it is that you want to know. And definitely don't show up with the pride. If you don't know it, you don't know it. If your family isn't investing, your family isn't investing. You don't have time to pretend that you are in a position that you're not. You're only going to hurt yourself. I have only gotten to where I've gotten because of my humility. I'll tell you in a minute, I'm broke. I was bad with money. Like, please help me. Please tell me. Point me in the right direction. Who do you listen to? What books do you read? And that's the other thing, too. When you're asking these questions, do the work. Like, do the work. Because oftentimes, a person can tell you, I did A, B, C, and D. And what I've noticed is that people want to choose and pick what they've done, what they're going to do. And they want to try to figure out how to do it the simplest way. But no, you literally have to read the book, sis. Like you have to read the book. Like, please read the book. Like, please take a moment to invest in yourself. The process is in you reading, you interpreting, you understanding the information, you actually rewiring yourself for wealth, you actually rewiring yourself for health and fitness and for wellness. Because I don't care how many pictures I post and how good I look, that is not going to rewire your brain. It might motivate you. It might make you feel bad about yourself. It might do that. But it is not going to rewire you for you to think differently, for you to move differently. You get different insight by asking questions. You actually get to the next level by asking questions. You grow by asking questions. And once you've asked those questions and you get those answers, you grow more by actually applying it. What I'm seeing more than anything though is people not applying the information. In an information generation, we are hoarders of information and we won't apply it. You know, we'll want to be out of the country, but we won't start with, okay, have you have you started saving? Like do you do you have a 6 months life savings? Like are you working on that because this is why reading is important. Until you work on the foundational things that you should be working on, you only going to be out of the country taking pictures and not be having a good time cuz your rent due. You're only going to be out of the country posting all the pictures, spending all the money on all the cute clothes, and you know that your credit is not in the shape that it needs to be in. And so this is why when you ask questions and people are able to point you in the right direction, you have to do the work. If you don't do the work, you are not going to be successful. If you don't do the work, 
you're still going to think, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have any of that. There are people that I give advice to that has worked in my own life and they literally will not do the work. And that is the most offensive thing. Like to me, to ask, to ask. And I take the time and the energy to show you the path, give you the path, to recommend the resources. See, when I'm recommending like books and stuff, do y'all realize like I had to read those? Like I'm not just giving you crap. I'm not just telling you read your money or your life. Read Rewire for Wealth. Do the 40-day financial fast. When I say do the 40-day financial fast, I know some of you think, oh, well, this is her husband's book. That's why. How do you think we got to the place where the book was was written? Why was the book written? Because we literally got tired of people asking the same questions over and over and over and over again. And we felt like we had to have some type of resource. My husband already had to pack it. I'm like, babe, you have to turn this into a book so that every conversation, you're not starting from whatever point somebody is in their life and whatever frenzy and financial crisis they're in to try to help coach them out of that. You give them the resource and they can do the 40-day financial fast. How can you become better at your finances if you can't even decipher or determine the difference between a need and a want? How can you become better at your finances if you can't tell yourself no? If you can't look at your life and see where you're spending in excess? If you can't stop yourself and have some discipline and some self-control? And so people want to call and talk about what stocks do I need to invest in, but you don't have no concept of money management. And that's just like the weirdest thing to me. So when you are asking these questions and people are providing you with resources, then take the time to read the resources. Take the time to look over the literature. Take the time to do some research on your own. Take a speck of information and turn it into a whole journey of you becoming a better version of yourself. Don't just wait every week to figure out what it is that I'm saying. When you hear anything, you write that down and you do some research on your own. When I'm posting, follow this page, follow this person, connect with this person, this person. When I'm posting that, you hit the follow button. You start finding out, oh, wow, they're talking about finance. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. Where am I? Like, where do I fit here? They're talking about health. Where am I starting? Am I starting with drinking more water? Because if I'm starting with drinking more water, it's no need for me to be looking at all of these other things and beating myself up about all of these other things. But if I'm reading, if I'm in the same room, I'm going to grow at an accelerated rate. See, a lot of us, we don't want to follow the things because we're I'm not ready for that yet right? But sometimes God will put us in places. If we will allow God to put us in places where even the things that we are ready for, they become contagious and they jump onto us and we do become ready for it because everybody else around us is doing it. So we may not be on the level that they are on, but we're at least on the journey. And that's why I always invite you guys to the Faith, Fitness and Self-Discovery private Facebook group because I'm not beating anybody up. I'm not making you do anything. But there is something powerful about that reminder every single day that regardless of what you're doing in your individual life, at your home, at your desk, what you eating, as soon as you see the post, 
there is a reminder every single day that says I belong to a community and I've committed to become a better version of myself by doing better with my health. And so just that reminder within itself, I think breeds intentionality. And I've noticed that so many women have transformed their thinking. They have transformed um, their habits. They're more conscious of the things that they're putting in their mouth, how they're getting body movement, all of that just by watching, just by listening. There are a thousand women in that group. They probably never said anything at all. But when women finally do say something, they'll tell me I'm listening. They'll tell me I'm trying. I had a sweet potato today. I walked today and I love the community because it creates an environment, which was my ultimate goal that whatever you did is enough. Whatever you did is in, you could have put one strawberry in your mouth and we will celebrate you in that group like you just graduated from college because it's literally that serious and it takes that level of encouragement. It takes the right environment. It takes the right questions to put you in the right room, to put you in the right direction, to have a totally different life. I wish I could tell you guys every question that has changed my life. But I would not be where I am at all had I never asked questions. I'm constantly asking people questions. I stay in people's DM. Hey, girl, what kind of camera is that? That's How did you cook that? Where'd you get that from? Where'd you order that? And people are so nice. They're so kind. They do not mind telling you. And I am a person. I'll take what you give me. I'm not going to worry you to death. And I'm going to go get the book. I'm going to read what you said. Read. I'm going to order it. I'm going to show you that I ordered. I'm going to learn from it because that's what type of person I am. I'm not going to waste the time or the energy or the experience of someone who has already done something that I am simply trying to do. So I want to encourage you sisters to think about this week. What questions am I avoiding asking? And what is on the other side of my humility? I want to want you to think about people that are around you, you know, whether it's your colleagues, whether it's someone online that you just admire, uh, whether, you know, it's someone that you've met recently, someone that you follow. I want you to be thinking about who is around me that is a resource that I can ask a question. One of my good girlfriends, she's in finances. My husband, he does finances. I have friends that are in the counseling field. I have friends that are in health and in nutrition. I really have built around me like a team of, of people who have like expertise in all these areas. And I'm not afraid to be a student. See, I'm not afraid to say, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm investing now, but is there anything else that I can be doing? Like, what are some other things? See, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid for to let you know that I'm not a millionaire. I'm not afraid, you know, all these different things. And it's like, everybody sees us. Everybody sees that we are all in the same boat, trying to survive, trying to learn more, trying to do better than the generation did before us with the information that we had. We are all in the same boat. And so the quicker we can get over the notion that, Asking questions actually make us look stupid. The better off we'll be. Asking questions make us look really intelligent. Asking questions make us look like we care. Asking questions make us look like we have the spirit of humility, which is of God. Asking questions makes it look like we trust God because the ram in the bush is also the person that's right there around you that has the key to life. And all you have to do is just ask the question. But so many of us won't ask questions. And so what's on the other side of the questions that you need to ask? 
Some of us need to ask certain questions for healing. If you still have your mother here, if you still have your father here, ask them the questions that you need for healing. Some of us don't have that option. All of the self-awareness that we did, we have arrived to a place where our parents are gone. We can't ask questions. So whatever questions that you need to ask, ask those questions to the right people who can point you in the right direction and watch your life change. Like watch it change. Watch it change drastically and then watch how contagious it becomes for you to ask questions. Because once you start asking the questions, you're going to be upset that you didn't start sooner. You're going to be upset that you didn't access this information a lot sooner than what you did. And then you're going to be upset about how much you missed out on because it was just so easy. It was so easy. Something that you thought was complicated because of the language that you have adopted from other people, you now see that it is so easy. And there are so many of us that are missing out on the ease, the grace, the lifestyles that we want and the desires of our hearts because they lie on the other side of a question. Thank you for taking a listen to this week's episode of the podcast. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. I hope that it was a blessing to you. Don't be shy. Go ahead and DM me. Leave me a comment. If you're not connected with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Faith. Fit self. That's right. Right now, just on your phone, go find Faith Fit Self and hit that follow button. But more than anything, I want you to get connected with our faith, fitness, and self-discovery private Facebook community for just women. This is the community that we keep each other encouraged. We share information about nutrition and also our testimonies, the things that we're working on. And if you just need that level of accountability, if you need like-minded and like-spirited people, this is a good place for you. If you are on your wellness and fitness journey, please check out my fitness identity plan. The information will be in the description box for you to order it. The fitness identity plan is for those who specifically are on the weight loss journey, but you don't quite know how to get started or how to hold yourself accountable. This self-guided ebook will teach you everything you need to know to get started with very realistic and tangible goals that even your excuses can't talk yourself out of. So be sure to check that out. And hey, if you love this episode, you can let me know by rating and review through Apple, Apple Podcasts. Just scroll down, rate it for me, give me five stars, or leave me a review on this episode. You can also help me out by sharing it with friends or sharing it on your social media. Be sure to at and tag me. I look forward to hearing from you all. And if you're thinking about getting well, I want you to remember that there is no better time to do it than right now. Be blessed.